Friday, y'all. We vibing today. I just like this little beat. It just be hitting. It be rocking like. It's beautiful where I'm at. It's a beautiful day. I hope you guys this week has been blessed and prosperous on purpose. I hope you just find out something to just be grateful about, to smile about, to have joy about. Because you're still living, you still have life in your body, breath in your lungs. You know, we have many things to be grateful about. Life ain't always gonna go the way we expect. We still can just have an attitude of gratitude. And so hopefully you guys can hear me um really well. I know with last week's episode i was a little low because the music was so loud and so again i'm just new doing it this way i'm just trying to figure out what works and so guys bear with me as i am on this journey of trying something new and so um hopefully um it's at a volume to where you guys can hear me speak clearly and if not i'll make adjustments moving forward but we're here we're in the building it's that time again and I'm going to tell y'all, it's been a week. <laughs> it's been a week, and it ain't even had been a bad week, but it's been a week of stretching. I don't know about y'all, but I've been being stretched in my faith, you know. I've been being stretched in my faith, but also, you know, stretched in and, and just really being focused on what God said and not allow myself to succumb to the emotions or the fear and the anxiety that's trying to creep in because I'm, I'm walking in faith, right? I'm walking by faith and not by sight. And, you know, your flesh tends to want to, you know, try to lean more towards logic and reason. But faith ain't logical. So, you know, it's been a battle, but I'm here, you know, by the grace of God. He, he continues to sustain me to bring me through. I know he's doing the same for you all, so I'm just excited uh, for today's episode. Because I'm going to tell y'all, honestly, because today has been a week, I forgot all about the podcast this week. I didn't even think about what I was going to do with the podcast. I really just kind of thought about that this morning, to be honest, because it's just been a week. My mind has been focused on, you know, the other things that I've been doing. And so, y'all, but I just, you know, this morning, I'm like, you know what, Lord, I got the podcast today, and I don't know what I'm going to do it about. And I was on the phone with one of my close friends, and she was like, girl, you better figure it out. And as we were talking, I was, um, I had to text her something, and I went to um, look at the text message. Oh, no, did she text me something back? So I went to look at her text message, and when I seen hers, I seen the message I sent her and there were words that stood out to me immediately. So then I knew then, like, that's what the episode today is going to be about. Baby, <laughs> we just figured that out this morning, okay? I normally have it already figured out by the end and kind of know where the Lord wants to go. But sometimes, you know, life happens and, you know, we don't be on things like we need to be. And But God is still, you know, he's so faithful. His grace is still sufficient. And so I thank him for still meeting me this morning when I needed it. Amen. And so we are going to get ready to start, you guys. And so we're going to go ahead and we're going to cue the countdown. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, Three, two, one. I don't know. I just had to hit it again. I think it's just like it's something in me that just here double. You know, like it's just something in me that's like a double. There's a double portion. There's a double blessing, right? There's double restoration. There's double rec- reconciliation. There's a double breakthrough. There's double for your trouble, amen. It's just in my spirit. So the countdown rolled two times. I really didn't mean to do it, but when I did it the second time, the revelation came to me, oh, there's a double, there's double. And I think I heard somebody say it earlier too, something double, you know, and I, and, and it didn't even res- register with me then, but it just hit me now, double, God is saying double, there's double. And so I just want to welcome you all to the Purity After Promiscuity podcast, where we are redefining a woman's worth. I'm your host, Janelle Renee.
Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the podcast this week. We are in season five. This season is affectionately called um, Queens in the Promised Land. And it's been all about the promised land and how do we reign and rule? You know, how do we wait in the for the promise? How do we, you know, how do we operate in the promise? How do we continue to trust God, continue to have faith? How do we continue to allow God to renew us and transform us? You know, continue to, you know, shape and mold us into the women of God he's calling us to be. You know, it's just it's all about even the ebbs and flows of being in the promise because once you're in the problems that don't mean that you won't have other things there don't mean that there isn't going to be something else that you're going to be believing for that don't mean that there's not going to be you know some challenges or some some warfare or some opposition so it's like how do we navigate all of that right even as we're in the um in the um promise land so I hope you guys been being blessed if you've been listening to it um, since the season began. If this is your first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. We love our first time listeners and we appreciate you guys so much for tuning in, for supporting the podcast. You guys mean so much to us. You guys are um, just just so much, you know, we, we just don't take it lightly, right? Because there's so many podcasts out here, so many voices. You don't have to listen to this one. And the fact that you did, it's just, it, you know, I take it as an honor. And I thank you guys so much. So give it up for our first time guest. <laughs> Amazing. And also to my um to my little listeners, my A1s from day ones. What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, girl. Hey, how you doing? Thank you so much for rocking with the podcast from the beginning, whether it's been from season one or, you know, maybe from season two, three, four. It doesn't matter. But if you've been, you know, supporting the podcast for over an extended amount of time, we love you over here with the love of God. We thank you. We just pray that the blessing of the Lord be upon you, even through the podcast, that God is really doing something that you're not just hearing me get up here and minister or speak but that the manifestation of the word is really becoming alive in your life and that god is doing something for you amazing i just thank you guys so much for all the the support all the streams all the downloads the comments those that are communicating with me i love it continue to do so if you listen on a platform where you can um, leave a comment leave a review please rate the um, podcast leave a review leave a comment also if you can share with your community i would really appreciate it that is how we grow that is how we get more um listeners to get more visibility you know um i have a goal i really want to you know make it up there to where i'm one of the top podcasts not because i really want people to see me but i want people to see my god and so because I know that the Lord has given me this mandate and this assignment is for his glory. And so the more people we reach, the more people that can be transformed or the more people that can, you know, have an encounter with my with our God. So you guys share with your community, please share, 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 like, um, like the podcast on whatever platform you listen on and continue to support, continue to listen, tune in. And you always are able to contact me. I normally leave my email in the description box if you guys want to pray, um, want prayer or if you want to talk to me about coaching services some of you may not know that I am a coach and so um, I am a um, relationship coach I'm a purpose and purity coach and what purpose and purity mean purpose is I um, help women to uh, uncover and discover their purpose you know the 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 thing that God created them to do so they can walk boldly in their true worth and walk boldly you know in in um in the assignment being fruitful in what God created them and put them in this earth to do and because you get so much joy doing what it is you were created to do and not just doing what you have to do amen I like doing what I want to do and not what I have to do and so that's one thing I do I love to empower and uplift women and I love to help women to live life for a purpose on purpose and in purpose amen that's what I do that's what I love to do um also um purity um again this is called purity after promiscuity some women are looking to come out of a lifestyle of being in the world for you know struggling with some type of sexual sin or fornication or maybe sexual abuse um and maybe don't understand kind of how to make the transition and 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 again it's not just a physical thing it's emotional it's mental it's spiritual it's so many aspects in in order to really walk in a renewedness of life when you walk in, in a newness of life you know that you need all components and so i help women to navigate that transition to walk fully in a lifestyle of abstinence and purity and holiness amen because i don't know about y'all but when it comes to us being women of god that we're still called to live holy 
It may be a lost art. It may be something that you don't hear much, but holiness is still the requirement. And so um, I love to help women to, um, you know, know how to come out of that. No matter how dirty your past is, what you didn't been in, what you didn't did, trust and believe. My testimony is a, is a whole lifetime movie, okay? I've done many of things, if not most things. And so there's nothing that God cannot do. There's nothing he cannot deliver you from or bring you out of. I'm a living witness. So I love to help women transition out of that. And then I also do um, help um, navigate relationships to learn how to have a healthy relationship first and foremost with God and yourself. If you cannot have and do not have a healthy, fruitful relationship with the Father and with yourself, you can't have any other type of fruitful and healthy relationship that, you know, that's the genesis, that's the origin. So I love to help women to really understand how to walk out having a um, healthy and fruitful, um, loving relationship with God and with themselves. And then um, then that just kind of spills over to every other relationship. So that is what I do. Um, one of the things that I do, I'm actually working on something else that I'll add to my repertoire as a coach, but right now we're going to stay there. Um, so if you guys want to book with me for coaching services, we're, um, I'm going to be having my site up soon. I was, uh, just communicating with my web designer and hopefully, you know, he kind of be on his own time. I got to, you know, put a little fire, but hopefully we can get it out, you know, within the next week or so, because I, I really am ready to get my website back up so you guys can connect with me, see what I'm doing, see when I'm having events and launching other things that I do. Um, I also have a YouTube channel, guys, if you want to follow me on YouTube. I do a lot of videos on YouTube as I'm led. Um, and um, my YouTube channel is called Redefining a Woman's Worth. Um, and you can um, look me up on YouTube. You connect with me there. Um, and so if you just want to connect with me for prayer, you can also email me. So now that we got housekeeping out the way, y'all, today's episode is just called And Suddenly. I'm going to be honest, I don't even know if this is going to be a long episode. I don't really know if I have a lot to say because I feel like it's just some things, you know, you keep the main thing the main thing. Like, we hear those kind of words. We hear those terms. They're in the they're in the Bible. We know that there are times and there are seasons where God just, you know, does things very, very, very quickly. Where there is just such a, you know, acceleration, Right. And so, you know, we know just generally, you know, if you are able to discern the times and the season, right, seasons, you know, generally that time is speeding up, right? Days are going by faster, weeks are going by faster, months, years, time going by faster, like literally Monday starts, do you look up, it's Friday. We can see that, but there is also in the spirit realm where God does things really quickly and they manifest in the natural very, very quickly. And so because we know that in the spirit realm, there is no time, right? There is no time. Time is here in the natural. And what happens is a lot of time God releases things and does things in the spirit realm. And they've they're already done. That's why the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight, because they're already done in the spirit realm. Now we may not see the manifestation of it here yet, but it's already done. And so, but sometimes you know the 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 object of time is what we are then waiting on, right? But then there are other times where there's a Kairos moment or there's a moment where God is just doing things really quickly that's manifesting from the spirit realm in the natural i'm talking about instantly and so there is a season and we are in one of those seasons and it has been prophesied it has been ministered about taught about i didn't heard now he spoke it to me you know a few some months ago um actually he spoke i was he really started speaking that to me i would say like march if i'm honest i think i got um notes and um journal um, entries dating back at least till March of this year specifically about the season of acceleration and him doing things with a momentum behind it and a velocity um and so you know meaning that he just was certain things right it wasn't everything but it was certain things he was doing um that he was going to do very quickly and now so here in the last I would say almost three months um he's kind of really been reiterating that and it's been really confirmed i didn't heard so many other voices so many other pastors preachers teachers you know um people of god 
saying the same thing and i'm talking about some of the, them are saying it verbatim the way god gave it to me and i have done a video on it on my youtube channel you guys can go check that out redefining a woman's worth on youtube um, where i've released that um a couple of times and then i've also released it personally to people that are um i'm personally connected to and like i said i have many notes that you know because i do journal a lot and especially the things that the lord speak to me and so this is that season like we are in that moment we're coming out of the jewish new year the crossing over the rosh hashanah we entered into you know the 10 days of all we entered to the yom keeper and then we went into the you know feast of tabernacles these are all high holy times these are the high holy days and so the heavens were open right the heavens have been open but the heavens were really open during these times because these are the feast times the moaz these are the times of visitation these are the time where god is coming down and he's checking out his people he's looking to see what's going on where are you at and and based on what he um discover about your walk and where you are and your posture is that determines whether you're going to receive your rewards or blessings or you're going to receive you know judgment or correction and so we We've been in that season for quite some time and but in the midst of that god has been saying and suddenly and so the scriptures that i read this morning because um i'm trying to get more um consistent with reading a proverb a day and i kept hearing it i heard it like i think earlier in the week i think i heard it last week where you should read a proverb a day then i heard it on um, my my apostle he said it um at tuesday night bible study he's talking about if you guys read a proverb a day so i was like okay lord it's in my mind so then i started i tried to start reading then then i kind of forgot the next day then i came across another um person that said the same thing like you should be reading a proverb a day see when if you want to know how god is speaking to you one of the ways that god speaks at least for me is he will he's repetitive and it's always going to be something a that is drawing me closer to him and that is you know confirming him in, in his word and so anytime god is beckoning you or he's calling you to come closer to him you know he wants you to kind of you know lean more in to draw near you know to just be in your word more to spend time with him more anytime you hear those kind of things over and over that's the lord he's trying to get your attention he's he's calling you right and so i knew like oh okay the lord wants me to read a proverb a day now this is something that i i've heard you know even before here recently right but i never felt um prompted to really do it to be honest it's not that i didn't want to it's just i didn't feel prompted like i read my word but I just didn't feel prompted but now I'm friendly feeling prompted because again God does certain things and it's all it's always about timing and so we always should be reading the word so I would encourage you um if you don't know where to start or if you have trouble reading the word and being consistent just read a proverb a day it's 31 chapters um in, in the book of proverbs uh it's and it's one for each day you just read one chapter for that one day and and proverbs is the book of wisdom right if you need wisdom if you need discernment right you need understanding proverbs is the book you want to really study because that is what that that book is all about and so in today's proverbs for today being the 13th day one of the things that um i didn't even realize one of the scriptures in this particular proverb was one that i have quoted and do quote often and it says delay hope makes the heart sick but fulfilled desire is a tree of life and um i think in the king james version it may say hope deferred makes the heart sick um but it talks about when your hope is deferred so when you've been waiting you've been hoping for something you've been believing you've been in expectation for something and over time right as it delays as it tarries because there are some things that delay and tarry we know in habakkuk when they say write the vision and make it plain and run like the herald and it says though it though it tarry it won't delay meaning it's going to be right on time and so there are some things that appear to look like they tarry that appear to look like it's in a delay but it's because it just ain't the timing and but then there's a time where it said it 
things will happen so fast, so fast our head will swim. And that's um, Amos 9, 13 and 15 in the message version. But when your hope is delayed, when you've been waiting for something over time, that makes your heart sick, meaning it causes you to then get into unbelief and get into doubt and wanting to give up and throw in the towel. You know, you don't you you just don't have the strength no more. You don't want to believe no more. You just want to you just want to give up because you like it must ain't gonna happen. Your heart becomes sick. But it can it goes on to say, but a fulfill but fulfilled desire is a tree of life. That is where I want to park today. God is fulfilling desires. God is fulfilling desires. And it also is another scripture in this same chapter of 13 of Proverbs that says, desire fulfill is sweet to the taste. So two times in the same chapter, we see it says something about a fulfilled desire being good it brings life it's a tree of life or it's sweet to the taste right when you have you know hopelessness and felt expectation and discouragement that's that can be bitter right that can be bitter but when you literally see the manifestation when you're living in the manifestation when you have like hannah you you can say i pray for this and god granted me what i requested of him and you're literally living out the word of God in your life. That brings fulfillment. That's a tree of life, right? It gives life. It brings life. It is sweet like honey on a honeycomb. It's sweet. And so God is doing that in this season. God is doing it and suddenly. Hallelujah. And see, for a lot of us, you know, it ain't even been an end suddenly because you've been waiting. See, it's the things that you've been waiting on. It's going to happen literally suddenly in the moment that you really don't think it's going to happen is when it's going to happen. It's just going to be and suddenly. And I said, you know what, Lord? I believe you. I believe you. And I've just been in a place of expectation. I've been in a place of praise and worship. I've been in a place of just reminding God of his word. I've been in a place of just really getting and just getting bold in my faith because I believe God. See, it's something about if you really believe God. Like we hear scriptures we hear teachings we've you know kind of heard prophetic words and words of knowledge about you know this our season this our time or a thing god is about to do it for you and then time come and go and it doesn't happen and and then that that can bring in itself it can bring that 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 sick heart or it can bring that you know that 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 hopelessness right but there's a time come on somebody you got to go back, even if you got to put yourself and remember, see, let me tell you something, because this walk is real, because the journey it ain't for the faint of heart, because it will try you, you will be tested, it will come down to what do you really believe, and you got to be, if you have to go back and put yourself in remembrance of the last miracle that God performed. See, because that's what I had to do today in order for my faith to stay ignited, in order for me to stay in a place where I am in a place of just trusting God and believing God, regardless of what it looked like, regardless of what it sound like, regardless of what it seemed like, you know, regardless of how impossible it seemed, just still trusting God and taking him at his word. I had to put myself in remembrance and I said, God, if you did it, then you can do it again. I had to say, God. I remember when you provided me and my family a place to stay, a whole house that was furnished, beautiful in a beautiful neighborhood. It had everything we needed. It was more than we, we could even ask for. And it didn't cost me a dime. I remember that. Lord, I remember when you just had people come and bless me with provision and they say, the Lord told me to give you this. The Lord told me to bless you with this. The Lord said, I just got to be obedient. The Lord is telling me, I, Lord, you did it. Then you can do it again. Lord, I remember how you just caused me to get a, a financial breakthrough, a big financial breakthrough that I did not even know that I had money out there. I didn't know that there was money sitting and it was my money. I didn't have to borrow it. I didn't have to beg for it. I didn't have to ask for it. It was mine. And when at the right time, when I needed it the most, you allowed me to uncover that I had money out there and I was able to get that financial blessing. And I had to keep reminding myself that you're the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. That if you did it, then you can do it again. It's something about when you don't have to go, when you're not looking at someone else's miracles, when you're not looking at just the miracles in the word of God, but when you have your own track record of miracles, when God has a track record with you, when you can go back and say, God, I remember. 
God, I know you to be a miracle worker. I know what it's like to have death right there knocking at the door. And the and the devil thought he was about to take me. And you said not so. See, you got to put yourself in remembrance. I know what it's like to feel like I was about to lose my mind. That I was literally about to have a mental breakdown. When I felt like it was something literally crushing me. Like something was suffocating me and constricting me. And I just literally felt all just so much pressure that I thought I was going to lose it but you sustained me you kept me Lord I remember when Lord I remember when they told me after my car accident that my injuries was too significant and I would not have a normal quality of life and I couldn't go back to doing the things that I used to do and I and I probably would need help and I probably would be disabled and I remember I didn't receive that because I said no my God is a healer and I'm walking talking doing everything that I used to do right now to this day Lord I remember when Lord I remember when you have to learn how to ignite your own faith sometime. You have to encourage yourself because it's not going to be easy because your flesh ain't going to want you to trust God and believe because it is illogical to trust God for a miracle with everything in your life and your circumstances is telling you this thing dead. But you still looking at it and you like, no, it ain't dead. It is sleep. Come on, somebody. When you got faith, like how Jesus referred to Jerry's daughter, and he's like, no, she's not dead, she's asleep. But then people were grieving, they were lamenting, and he had to put everybody out because he understood that that energy was going to, uh, it was going to influence the atmosphere, and he was ready to perform a miracle. You have to know like how Lazarus was in the grave and, and he didn't want to come and heal Lazarus because they already seen him to be a healer. That he wanted to come and be the resurrection. So he had to allow Lazarus to die and not only die, but he had to be dead so many days. So there, it was no way humanly possible that he would actually be alive other than by the power of God. See, we got to put ourselves in remembrance. Whatever God has done in your life, the last time he came through for you in, in a pinch, the last time he came through at the 1159, 59 hour, trust and believe he did it then, he can do it again. And this time it's going to be and suddenly. And suddenly, this is why you want to stay in a posture of faith. This is why you want to stay in a posture of praise. I know your circumstance is going to tell you to worry. I know the situation is going to tell you to have anxiety. I know the 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 the, the bill collectors and, and, and the people that's threatening to come take your stuff. The people that's threatening to come get you or to cut your utilities off. The people that's threatening to fire you. The people that's threatening to evict you. The people, the things, the, the, the diagnosis that's trying to tell you that you're not gonna live you only got so long to live or you're gonna be contaminated with uh, some kind of disease or illness for the rest of your life like i know the circumstances saying one thing but you got to believe the report of the lord you have to believe report the report of the lord because it's gonna happen in a moment and the currency of heaven is your faith this is why the Bible says that it's impossible to please God without faith. That it's impossible. And all things is possible to hold to who those to those who believe. You gotta have faith. You gotta have faith. Yes, fear. Yes, false evidence appearing real is gonna come. Absolutely. I was dealing with it this week myself. I was in so much fear. I was paranoid. I was so paranoid. I'm walking to the window, walking to the door, checking, looking out, looking to see if my car's still out there because the people talking this and that. And I'm just like, Lord, like every little noise I hear, I'm jumping up. I'm going to look, you know, I don't want to get out the car nowhere and all this. And then I had to get to a place like, you know what, God, this is not of you because you have not given me a spirit of fear, but power, love and a sound mind. And this ain't worth it. It ain't even worth it. I need peace. I need peace in my mind. It's not worth it about a material possession. It's not worth it, Lord God. Whatever your will is, let it be so. Just don't leave me and my children hanging. You know the things that we need. You know the th places we got to get to. Lord God, we just need you to make sure that you provide. Whether you provide the resources or you provide us with another one. Lord God, but I can't be over here being so overtaken by fear that I'm over here spooked and paralyzed and paranoid. The devil is a liar. 
We these things are real. The battle is real. The battle in your mind is real. But you have to overcome that with the word. You have to cast down that mind, that imagination. You have to declare that you have the mind of Christ. If you got to just blare your worship music and just just let it play it all in the house. Let it play all night. If you got to play the word of God all night. If you got to only saturate yourself, you know, with, with sermons in, in the word of God and the things of God. Whatever you got to do to get to a place where you just in faith. And it don't matter what it look like. It don't matter what it sound like. It don't matter how bad it is. It don't matter how dead it is. It don't matter how impossible it is that you like. <laughs> it's impossible for men. But with God, all things are possible. When you really believe that, you like whatever. Whatever, God, it's on you. Whatever you're going to do, I'm rolling with you, Lord God. I believe you. I believe you're able. I believe this mountain can get up and move. I believe this giant shall fall. I believe this Red Sea shall be parted. I believe that this prison door shall fling open. I believe whatever is the, the, the barrier should be broken down. Whatever it is, you should believe that your God is able because you don't serve a God that was created by human hands. You don't serve a God who cannot hear, who is dead and in death. You don't serve a God who, 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 who does not respond to his people. You don't serve a God who, who, who just is not able to save. His arm is not short. You know that his ear is not deaf. He hears, he sees, he's alive. He's well, he's in heaven right now. It, Jesus is at his right hand. He has all the, the host of heaven all around him. He has the seraphim and the cherubim. He has them crying out, singing holy, holy, holy all around his throne. He is engulfed in glory. He is majestic in, ma in, in majesty. We serve the king of kings, the Lord of lords. He is the great I am. He's the creator of creation. He's the one who was and is to come. He's the ancient of days. He's I am that I am. He's El Shaddai. You better know that you know that your God is able. Yeah, they may say that it's impossible. They may say it never happened for people like you they may say it ain't gonna happen yeah they may be laughing at you yeah they may be talking about you yeah they may be you know making fun of you you know and, and all of that but guess what it like i read somebody's post said the other day faith look crazy until it start raining come on somebody and suddenly faith look crazy until it start raining yeah you may look crazy now but when and suddenly hit you people are gonna be looking like wow she said, wow, she kept believing God and look, he came through for her. Wow, that nobody could have got hurt. Nobody could have got that for him. Nobody could have done that, but there has to be a God. So yeah, you may, you may even feel crazy. I'm telling you, I didn't did something, some things this week and I'm like, Lord, I don't even know why I'm doing this. Other than the sheer fact that it has to either be two things. Either I'm crazy or I'm in faith. That's it. That's the conversation I had with myself. I'm like, sis, either either you crazy and you, didn't, you off your rocker or you really in faith. It's only one of the two. And I'm like, because Lord, what am I doing? Why would I do? I'm not going to do this. This is illogical. Right? But sometimes that's what it takes. Sometimes you got to be so radical. You got to be willing to get out that boat and walk on that water. You got to be willing. You got to be willing to go out there. And, and you got to be willing to, to, to speak to that mountain. You got to be willing to walk around the walls of Jericho and shout. Come on, somebody. You got to be willing to take down a giant with five smooth stones and a slingshot. Come on. You got to be. You Faith ain't comfortable. And faith ain't pretty. Faith gonna cause you to really be stressed. It's gonna cause you to really have to get outside of yourself and out of your comfort zone. It's gonna humble you because you're gonna find yourself doing stuff that's gonna totally, if it ain't God telling you it, then you know you're looking crazy. That's what faith is. And when we get to that place, it's and suddenly. And suddenly God gonna come through for you because the aroma that gets God's attention more than a cry is faith. Yeah, he'll respond to a cry. He heard the cry of his people in Egypt and seen their, their, all of the oppression that the taskmasters was putting on them. And he sent a deliverer. He sent Moses. So a cry would get his attention. But oh, baby. Ho, 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 ho. It's something about faith. Like that centurion man who wasn't even a Jew. He had faith. And Jesus said, I have not even seen faith as such as this in all Israel. 
this man has so much faith. He said, I ain't worthy. You don't have to even go to my home. You can't even step a foot under my roof. No, you ain't. I'm a man of authority and I understand authority and all you need to do is speak a word. He like, because when I tell men, the men that's under me to go do, they do. And when I tell them to come, they come. So if you just send your word, I know my servant will be healed. See, that's faith. You have to know who your God is. You have to know who your God is. You have to believe that your God ain't going to fail you. Can't nobody convince you of that but you. You got to believe that in your in the pit of your stomach, in, 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 the, in, in the bottom of your soul. You have to know that you know that your God ain't failing you. You don't need nobody to remind you. You don't need nobody to encourage you because, baby, that's going to be temporary when you really got your back against the wall, when you're really in the press, when you really need a miracle from God. You can't live off somebody else's encouragement. You have to know that you know for yourself. You have to know that the righteous ain't forsaken. You have to know that the seed ain't begging bread. You have to know that your father will never leave nor forsake you. You have to know that he withhold no good thing from the upright and the righteous. You have to know all things work together for the good of those that love God and are called according to his purposes. You have to know that the Lord is faithful, that you he hear the cries of the righteous and he answers them. You have to know that the righteous run to the Lord and we run to him and we find shelter. We find safety. You have to you have to know. You have to know that you look to the hills for much coming your help and your help comes from the lord you have to know that for yourself can't no prophetic word can't no prophet can't no pastor no teacher no apostle no bishop can't know your spouse your children nobody can believe that for you you have to believe it and suddenly when you really believe you there will be nothing it, it's like the, the children uh, it's like the people who who were building the when they all had one language and they wanted to build this tower up to heaven right and they came in with one agenda and they had a, a they had an idea and they understood that if they all came in agreement and they all believed that they could accomplish this thing and what did the lord say the lord had to look down like what is these people doing they trying to build a tower up to heaven and look because they're all on one accord they about to do it it's possible what more is possible if you really actually believe this thing? If you really believe that God is who he say he is. If you really believe that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. If you really believe that God is God of the of the creator of the universe, the God who he's in he, just the heaven is his throne and earth is his footstool and the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and, and that he is, I am. Like you, if you really believe that, then we will be in a place of peace instead of panic. But a lot of times was really in us. And I made a post about this the other day when I, I was talking about fear and how as much as I've seen God perform miracles in my life, I've seen the supernatural. I've seen him come through. I've seen him be faithful. Yet and still, the moment I get into a new trial, a new test, a new storm, it seemed like all of that goes out of the window. And I'm instead of me in being in faith, I'll be in fear. And I'm like, maybe... That's the lesson. Maybe God wants us to see, some of us, that there is still fear in us. There is still doubt in us. There's still unbelief. And sometimes it's so deep that you don't know it's there until something happens to reveal it. And that's why he allows us to go through certain things because it begins to reveal it to us what's in us. Those hidden things. So maybe he wants to pluck that root of fear up. He Maybe he wants to pluck that root of unbelief up, that root of doubt up. Maybe that root of pride, that root of bitterness, whatever it is, there's some roots there. That God is saying, I need to pluck that up before I take you into the promised land. I need to pluck that up before I answer the prayer. I need to pluck that up before, you know, I, I, I break, give you the breakthrough. I need to, I need to get that out of you. So that way, the next thing that you up against, that you won't fold, that you won't shrink back, that you won't retreat, but you will stand firm, unyielding, immovable, always abounding, that you will stand firm on the rock, on the cornerstone of Jesus Christ, understanding who he is, that he is Yeshua Yamashiach. 
that he is Jesus the Christ, that he is the Messiah, the risen Savior, that he is the King of glory, that he is the good shepherd, that he is Emmanuel, God with us, that he is God in the flesh, that he is the word and in the beginning was God and he was with God. And then we know that he came and he came and he dwelt among us, that he is God in bodily, that we know that he truly is God in the flesh. And he sits at the right hand of the father and he's making intercession for the church. And he is our high priest in the order of Melchizedek. And Melchizedek is the king of peace. And he's the king of Salem, right? The king of peace, the king of righteousness. That we got to believe that Jesus is our righteousness. We have to believe that our righteousness will speak for us. And see, it matters what you believe. And the reason why we ain't seen it yet sometimes is because we really don't believe. If we're honest. Like we we say we do, we talk it, but we we don't really we not walking it. But this is a season where we need to deal with these things. We need to up allow God to uproot these last roots of whatever it may be that's there, so that we can receive the end suddenly. Because I don't know if if you're hearing me, but I want you to listen with your spiritual ears, my sisters, my brothers. Listen to me and hear me now. This is not me, because again, I don't what I. What I need to say or what I would want to say ain't even important. It ain't, I ain't even got no business being up here on this podcast if it's about my opinion or what I think. God is doing it. Whether you a partaker or not. Whether you believe in it or not. Because here's what's going to happen. If you don't believe, right, then you're going to see everybody else who do believe. You're going to see the manifestation of the end suddenly. You're going to see the manifestation of the blessing hit their house. And then you're going to be mad. And then you're going to get full of jealousy and envy. Because you're going to be looking like, well, why did you do it for them? Why did it happen for them and not for me? But you didn't understand. See, they took the word and they took they took it and they laid hold of it. And they believed God. And see, and even when we know that we are dealing with some unbelief, you can't be a afraid to say but lord heal my unbelief i believe but heal my unbelief see because what normally happens we have two groups categories of people those that believe and those that act like they believe and the thing is the fruit the tree know a tree by its fruit so those that absolutely believe god and that is operating in faith and operating in belief and being obedient to what god is calling them to do because it takes faith to obey god especially when he asks you to do something that is just really totally you know <laughs> to the left right he's telling you to go you know to do something that's extremely scary to you or uncomfortable to you you know nothing that is going to harm you or anybody else or nothing that's going to be you know illegal or wrong but it's going to be something that's going to challenge you because it's going to be something that you wouldn't normally do it takes faith to believe God. And then we're going to, like I said, you're going to have the group of people that's going to be like the five wise virgins. They're going to be them going to enjoy the feast and the wedding with the bridegroom. You're going to have the five foolish virgins that didn't come with enough belief. And they're, they're going to miss out. And then you can't be mad. Because God is trying to get you ready. Because at, when he come, he coming. And it ain't. we don't know when he coming back around. This might be your moment. This might be your time. You don't have time to, to think that, okay, I could just, well, I'll just, you know, next time. No, what if it's not a next time? What if Jesus returned first? Like, so come on, this is the time. The time is now. Get your faith up, sis. Get your faith up, bruh. I don't know what else to say and how to say it. I don't have no, you know, no, you know, big fancy, you know, uh, words and prayers for you. All I can say is ask the Lord to help you on belief. But get your faith up because it's and suddenly. I'm telling you, you're going to see testimonies. You're going to hear testimonies. You're going to see people on social media, in your life, in your family, in your community, in your church. And they're going to start having testimony after testimony after testimony about how things happen and suddenly. And it happened and suddenly and suddenly and suddenly. And you're going to start to think to yourself, well, hmm, the Lord did speak through the woman of God. Or maybe it ain't just me. Maybe for most of you, it's not going to be the first time. This is, shouldn't be but confirmation. That what the Lord has already been speaking to you. That he's moving quickly. That we're in a season of suddenly. We're under open heaven. We're in the season of acceleration. Where things are happening at a very heightened speed. 
This is not new for most of you. You guys know this. This is something that the Lord has been speaking to you for quite a while. And for whatever reason, I don't know if it just has not, you know, stuck. Or maybe sometimes we've heard these kind of words so many times that it just takes a lot for us to get our faith back up again. I understand because I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. Trust me. I'll be like, Lord, I don't want to hear another word. I just want to see it. But we still have to trust God. We still have to be be in faith. We still have to believe. And I know it's not easy. God knows. That's why I go to him. Be honest. Tell him, Lord, I I can't believe no more. Like I'm so I'm so spiritually drained. I'm so spiritually exhausted. I've been so disappointed. I've had so many, you know, failed expectations where I believed before. I believed before, 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 and it didn't happen. And trust me, ask God to help you. Ask God to strengthen you. Ask God to increase your faith. He will. He understands. But this ain't a time for us to just, you know, be patty caking. This is a time that you better speak bold declarations over your situation, over your circumstances, over your children, over your family, over whatever God spoke to you. You do praise him for it. You thank him for it. You worship. This is the time you do you, you dance. You dance. You celebrate like you already got the keys, like you already got the phone call, like you already got the job, like you already got the ring. Come on, somebody. Hey, like you already got the ring on, like you already said I do, you know. Whatever it is you're waiting on, you got to act like it's already done. That's what's going to get God's attention. It's the aroma of faith. When the aroma of faith hits heaven, there ain't nothing God can do but move. Come on, somebody. That's why we can't offer up strange offerings. See what happens to those that offer up strange offerings, they got destroyed. When you, but when you offer up a sweet smell and aroma, trust me, God loves that aroma in his nostrils. He loves the aroma of faith. If you really want to get God's attention, be in expectation. Take your faith and your in your um, praise, your worship, your de- declarations, you know, take it into your another level even your activation of faith like what you're doing in action right because faith is not a word faith is a deed right faith is an action you you should be moving in faith and even if you don't know exactly what to do seek him ask him you know what you should be doing something you shouldn't be sitting idle just talking about lord i believe i believe your faith should tell you okay God told me he's going to bless me with a place where I'm out here looking for a place. I'm going to look for places. I'm going to get me a set of keys made. I'm going, you know, um, you know, to apply, you know, uh, fill out an application in faith. You know, I'm going, you're doing something, right? God told you you're going to get married, sis. You know, bro, like, you, do you got your tux? Do you got your groomsman picked out? Do you do you know some colors? Do you got a dress, your bridesmaids? You know, do you know a venue? Do you have an idea for a honeymoon? Do you, like, what are you doing? Who who would you have? Who you, who you going to invite? What the guest list look like? What are you doing? The Lord said you're going to have a promotion, you know. And, okay, did you go get your, your your sign, your your plaque made for your new office? You know, did you go, you know, get go start picking out some new office furniture? Did you go start, you know, whatever it is that you know that would come along with you being in that promotion? Like, what you doing? What you doing? What you doing? God told you it's your time for home ownership. You got a realtor. You're looking at houses. Did you go try again? So what? You got denied before from the mortgage company. Try again. So what? What you doing? What you doing? God told you you was going to be healed. Did you already start walking like you healed? Is you talking like you healed? What's up? What you doing? Because that's faith. Faith says, despite the circumstances, I believe God so much that I'm about to go do X, Y, and Z. That's faith. And be wise. Come on now. We're not here to manipulate God. The Bible tells us we should not tempt the Lord thy God. So we want to be in wisdom, right? We want to make sure we're hearing God clearly. We want to make sure that we know this is the thing God told us to do. And we still should be seeking him, seeking his wisdom, seeking advice as far as the, the steps that we're making. But you should be in movement. In movement. Faith is in movement. And trust me, if it's God and you're moving in faith and you're in obedience and in righteousness, God is not going to let you fail. 
God is not going to let you fail. He is not going to let you be disgraced or put to shame. Believe you me. If it's him. So, I, like I said, and suddenly. That's all I got for you. And suddenly. And let me tell you something. If God gave you a song in your heart, sing that song. I don't care if you don't know the words all the way. If you just know the chorus, you just know how to hum it. You just know the tune. I don't care if you sing off key, you sing off tune, you can't sing. It does not matter. Sing it. Because one thing that I know about God, heaven moves to a sound. There is a sound and a frequency. This is why praise is important. This is why worship is important. This is why, because there's something about a sound and a frequency that can touch heaven. And so if God put a song Trust and believe. Some things are voice activated. Ooh, like I told my son the other day, there are some breakthroughs and some blessings that are voice activated. And you got to open your mouth. Amen. So don't trust me because sometimes that's what God do. He'll just put a song in your heart. He does it. I know he does it for me. And there's a song that's been in my heart today and I've been singing it. And I'm just like, Lord, I've seen you move. I see you move, you move the mountains, and I believe, come on, I see you do it again, you made a way, when there was no way, and I believe, I'll see you do it again, I don't know rights to that, but like, listen, Sing a new song. Sing unto the Lord. Sing, dance, whatever he leads you to do. Trust me, that's you activating your faith. God will respond to you. He will, because he loves it. Amen. And so I'm excited. I'm going to just make one bold declaration, because um, it was in my heart, on my heart, and my, on my spirit when I first started the podcast. And I'm going to say this. If many of you guys may know, um, some of you may not, that I have been doing the podcast for the most part in my vehicle um, because, you know, we just are in transition. And we've been in transition for a while. Um, I used to do it in my office, um, in my little podcasting area, but unfortunately, um that a season shifted in my life and I had to do what I had to do because when you have an assignment from God, um, you can't forsake the assignment because life happens because life is going to happen. And trust me, God already knew it would, but it's your faithfulness that's going to answer for you. It is your faithfulness that is going to cause God to have to come through for you. Amen. And so you have to just learn how to be flexible and how to pivot. And that's what I had to do. And so um, because I have to stay faithful to what I what I gave God my word that I would do, I do it in my pot, do the podcast in my car. And sometimes you might hear people talking that's walking by. Sometimes you may hear vehicles driving by. I can't do nothing about that. I'm in the car. However, my bold declaration is this. This the last podcast I'm going to be doing in my car. The next podcast I do is going to be in my own place. Amen. Period. Because I'm telling you, I believe God. The Bible says Abraham believed God and it was a credit to him as righteousness. And see, the Bible also tells you in Proverbs that your righteousness will speak for you. You got to know your word. So you want to believe God, even if you know that you know that this thing is so impossible. Believe him anyway. And so, yeah, that's all I got for you guys. God is a helper. God is just. God is he He is faithful. God is, he's all powerful. I don't even know what else to say. He's God all by himself. And so if, if he can't do it, trust me, it can't be done. But there's nothing he cannot do. And so we believe you, God, and we trust you and we worship you and we thank you in advance. And we say hallelujah in the highest because, Lord, we know that you are faithful. And so I pray that this episode bless you all. And I pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you. I pray that the Lord will make his face to shine upon you, be gracious unto you, and grant you his peace. And just know, your past does not define you. It develops you. And you are worthy.